1: Welcome to the funniest thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. And I can't think of a more risky stepping out boldly than making a decision. That's right. That's, risky business. That's, <laughs> a, <laughs> that's what today's <laughs> show is about. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Middle School Studios. In downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. And Daryl is so excited
4: about this title, and I so I really think you should be the one to lay it on him. Yes, the title of today's
1: show is Eeny Meeny Miney Mo. (laughs) <laughs> so
4: eeny meeny miny mo the greatest decisions are made when we act intuitively trust in god and take the path fa- <laughs> of least resistance <laughs> you just did didn't you today we gerald and ed share everything you need and everything we use to choose confidently <laughs> and funniest thing fan eric varndell Joins the show to read and discuss today's daily word decisions. And oh. since we're all on a roll here, maybe we should take a, a few deep breaths before we even get into
5: it.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Else. Let's go right into the deep breaths. Oh my God! So this one's super you easy. You sure you want to go into the deep breaths after oh. taking a path of least resistance? <laughs>
4: I'm willing. I'm a little stuffed up, so I won't. I'm not. I, I'm uh, immune to it today. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With all the things we smelled in this studio. no, <laughs> they know? I think this was the studio that Leonard Skinnerd was inspired to write that song.
4: Ooh, that smell.
1: Yeah, I think they recorded their last album here.
4: Smell that surrounds Daryl. Those are the original lyrics. All right, so uh It's real simple. Eeny meeny miny mo, I trust in God and away here we go. go. All right, take a deep breath (laughs) to clear our mind. Ah, eeny, meeny, miny, mo.
1: I trust in God and away we go. Ah, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I trust in God and away we go. Ah, eeny,
2: meeny, miny, mo.
4: I trust in God, and away we go.
5: All
4: right, so decisions. Yes, decisions, decisions.
1: Yes, and what we often forget is when we're about to make a decision yes. is that uh, <laughs> what we often mistake when we make a decision is that we think it's so, such a scary proposition, but we forget we're making decisions from the moment we decide to get out of bed. Yes. Uh, Yes, yes,
4: yes, yes. And that's the important part. We always talk about the morning routine. Yes. It's the first decision
1: Daryl and I make every morning. The first good decision. The first good
4: decision. Thank you.
1: (laughs) That we make every morning. And just to take some, we were looking through our readings or, you know, fanning through these books, and they always seem to land right on the perfect reading. Yes. And this one's from Emmett Fox, Make Your Life worthwhile. And all our books can be found online at one spot. We put all the lists down, com. Yeah. That's right. Forward slash Daryl and Ed. Ed. Let me say
4: before you read that, because that, I thought you, you said something that was really good earlier, which is we never really know what our decision like, – we can't really know what our decision is going to reap. whatever you know, We right. don't know what's going to come out of it. So what do we do when we're facing the unknown? And that's what Emmett Fox kind of addresses – Yes. In this little reading right here.
1: Yeah, because good or bad decisions, um we have no idea really what the outcome is going to be. Yes. And the only way we really make any decisions, if we think about it, is... I just have more faith in this particular choice than I do in some other choice. Yes. And then there's other times when I'm in more fear than faith because that's when I'm making a faithful decision and I'm going, you know what? This feels like the right thing to do. I'm going to do it. And then I feel the energy right after I make that decision. And then it almost doesn't matter if it doesn't come out exactly as I thought it should. I'm still... Okay with it. Matter of fact, I'm going, ooh, I wonder what wonderful thing's gonna come out of this. But when I choose out of fear and I'm not I know I'm choosing with fear when I'm not certain and I'm weighing both options too much, and I'm calling 20 other people to help me. Yeah, then it seems no matter what choice I make, I end up dissatisfied. Right. And this is kind of the anecdote, something Daryl and I talk about a lot, which is
4: some of these tools, and we see it all the time, can be used out of fear, like visioning. Can be used out of fear. Oh, yeah. Like wh- we even read something in the Bible at metaphysical last week that said, "Do not rehearse your words all the time." They right. provide, and the same goes. Like it's one thing to be sitting; you get these like a sense of what's going to happen, where you want to go. But it's another thing to think you gotta keep rehearsing it and try it, because it never turns out the way I rehearse it. And I mean, there's some qualities of the, of my rehear. You know, like how I right. want to feel, and and, right. and, and but. The details, you know, as a teacher, I, you know, it's a classic. You think it's going to be one way. You get in the room. It rarely is. Right. So this, I like this because, uh, and what our show is about today, because it gives you like a, a foolproof way that it's not exactly going to turn out the way you quote think it's going to look, but you're going to get where you want to go.
1: Uh, yeah. Because you just re- helped me realize the thing is when we expect to specifically, we're shortchanging ourselves from allowing God to have free play in our life. Yeah. And the only thing that really helps me is a general feeling of satisfaction in the arena of the outcome I desire. Yeah. Not in the exact like yes. specific, but yes. just this general arena of like, I'm enjo- enjoying this thought of me yes. doing a particular thing, but not so specific because yes. 10 th- I know we hear that a lot in seminars, stuff. be specific, be specific. But then, and you may get what you pray for, but that's where the classic saying, you, watch, you better watch what you pray for because you just might get it. Because the problem with being too specific, I may get exactly what I specifically ordered from the universe, but it doesn't have, it will fall flat because it doesn't have the underlying, like what was the underlying motive yes. that I wanted this thing and what I mean by getting the general feeling, that's the general underlying motive, which is usually I want to be happy, content, sharing something I enjoy doing to make others happy or to benefit right, others. Right, right. And in that, I feel really good. good. Yeah. And
4: you, in another way, you use the word general recently, we were calling it go see the general because when we're too worried about specifics, which really ties into decision making, because it can be really easy to rack our brain on a decision, you know, like oh, which yes. way to go. But. And then we lose touch with the very basic general concept, which Daryl and I love, which is life is always flowing in a positive direction. Yes. One, like to really get in touch with that once, if I've forgotten that in the process of trying to make decisions, the first thing I need to do is go back to yes. that because sometimes the decision totally takes care of itself. Yes. It doesn't even need to be made. Oftentimes when I go back into life is flowing in a positive yes. direction, all those funniest things line up and, uh, Everything works out. And, and the last thing I was going to say before you read that was I was driving to school and I was telling you about how part of me gets excited, like the little kid in me gets excited. It wants to go talk to the big part of me, you know, like yeah. the God yeah. part yeah. So, of so Yeah, it's
1: the little inspired Eddie is like a child going, "Ooh, guess what? I got a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then
4: I have the big connected to God part of Eddie. But in the middle… We were calling it middle management. Yeah, right?
1: It's the administrative assistant in front of Big Eddie's
4: office. Yes, who wants to make these decisions, but they're all out of fear yes. and anxiety. And that's the part of me that I like. We have to be really gentle with in the morning. Even making the most uh, mundane decisions about, I mean, I know every day I drive my son to school. Every day right. I, whatever, I, I drink a little coffee, I do this. But that middle manager sometimes for me wakes up making a million and one decisions when i shouldn't even be making any decisions i should just be dumbing down so that's one of the things that uh got to kind of be beware of
1: yes and just and what good news is when when i get back to life flows in a positive direction like when i'm going i gotta do this i gotta do this that's like the the administrative assistant in front of like big daryl the connected daryl's dad office Going, we gotta do this i gotta take care of this how am i ever gonna get this done But when I get back to that general idea of life flows in a positive direction... Then it's almost like Big Daryl comes out of his office and goes, Hey, Mary, what's the trouble? Oh, we got to do this. Ah, oh, we don't have to worry about any of that stuff today. That's and he right. goes back in his office and says, Hey, why don't you get to take a little extra time for a, a little extra coffee? Yeah, and then he then
4: also will invite, in my what? case, Little Ed. Come yeah, on in is- the office. I want to hear all your good ideas. Yes. You know, and that's when things are really flowing. So this is the reading.
1: This is the reading, like we said, from Emmett Fox, Make Your Life Worthwhile, and it's called Foresight and hindsight. And it should put all of us at ease about decisions we have made, whether they're good or bad or decisions we're about to make. Yes. And it says, when you have a, when you have to make a decision or take a certain action, all that you can do is to do the best you know at that time. And if you do that, you will have done your duty in the, in the light of after events, it may turn out that you made a mistake. But that will not be your fault because you could not possibly do better than the best you knew at the time. The wisest man that ever lived could do no more. For this reason, it is very foolish to repine over past mistakes which were made in good faith. Any fool can have hindsight, and any fool does because the fool is the one who beats myself up over those. Yes, It is wise foresight that is difficult. Do what seems best at the time, taking all circumstances as far as you know them into consideration and then have no regrets. And here's the key. Students of metaphysics, of course, always pray for guidance before making a critical decision. Claim that the Christ is guiding you and believe it. And the ultimate outcome will be favorable even if things seem to go wrong for a time, provided you really do believe what you claim, and that is simply that God is guiding me. And I found this real quick little affirmation you could use if you don't have one in the top of your head or if you need a little more. And yeah, yeah,
4: well, let's just pause for a moment because that what you said was, what he said was and what you're about to read right. is very helpful because the energy with which we make decisions is everything. The energy yes. with which I approach someone to talk to them about a decision is everything. That's why lately, I said it last week, my favorite Spiritual hymn is the, the theme song from the Dukes of Hazard. Yes. Just the good old boys. Just because it gets me out of fear and doubt and worry and gets, and then my subconscious yes. goes, well, he's relaxed.
1: It raises your consciousness. Yeah.
4: And the interactions I have from that place are a world different. And that, that's where I think, uh,
1: yeah, it doesn't have to be a spiritual hymnal to get us up. Sometimes a funny little, uh, clip from Larry David's show, yes. lifts my spirit or, or even that heartwarming, uh commercial for Budweiser yes. about the puppy that has its best friend yes. is the big Clydesdale. Yes. That lifts my consciousness yes. to where I feel so good. I feel so much love or happiness inside me. And it's funny, all those decisions that were worrying me seem to like be easy to easier to make. Yeah. Or things just start
4: clicking. Yes. It's almost like I have two realities. One that doesn't even exist where I have to make all these Scary decision. The other one that's already happening, which is God, which is love, which is, you know, me getting up and do some simple things I do every day. (laughs) And if I show up and do those things. And the thing is, it's harder to show up and do those things when I'm worried about all these imaginary decisions I have to make, right? So make the simple
1: ones first. Well, because the administrative assistant's going, oh, my God, how are we going to get?" Like, that's when that person just needs to, no, no, relax. Yeah, yeah. But this is a good way to relax
4: uh, the administrative assistant, assistant as well. And
1: this is from The Power of Decision by Raymond Charles Barker. Barker. And it says, I know myself as God knows me. I am free of all past errors. I am free to move forward in life. Now I make right decisions. God honors my thought and acts upon it. I prosper in all my affairs. I am free.
4: Ooh. Free. See, when we're
1: feeling free and
4: happy, that's the only time we can really make an inspired decision. You notice yes. that? Because when, when I feel, you know about this with your drawings. I oh know about God. this with all the stuff I got to do for the district or for music or whatever. It's like when I feel bound to those things, oh. I don't make good decisions no. about them. No, because fear starts brewing. Yeah, and it totally like uh, distorts every My whole thing. vision of what's going on should we should we read from power decision now or are we going to read from uh what's oh. the other one? Oh, yeah we got it Yeah little, let's read this
1: tiny one. little one Yeah this is another great reading to go along yeah, with Yeah this is also from that MF Fox make your life This worthwhile. book is
4: great Yeah we I s- must admit, I got to get a copy of this cuz we've been pulling from this heavily over the
1: last few weeks And we read the books we suggest we don't I mean, we actually, Daryl and Ed, we actually do read these like books. Like Sai Sperling from the yeah. Hair Club for Men. Yeah, we're not just members. We read these books. <laughs> and we, and it, This is from uh, the little excerpt that says, My Holy Mountain, and he says it very simply and affirmatively, what to do. Remind yourself frequently throughout the day that God is with you, caring for you, and guiding you. And that whatever you are saying or doing is really being done through you by him. And he goes on to say, not very subtle or obtruse, is it? And he basically says, the promise is clear and unmistakable. We cannot be hurt in any way if we dwell much of our time on the holy mountain. Dude, I got to tell the badger story real quick.
4: Oh, yes. Because this this is exactly what happened.
1: I woke up in the morning
4: and I was going to go surfing really early, like, before the sun was up, I was well for me. I was up and I was getting ready, and I did my morning routine. Uh, I don't even use surfing as an excuse because in order to surf well and enjoy it, right. I still I do the morning routine first.
1: Now a cloud on the horizon. That's right. So I I uh,
4: did the did the morning routine. I got myself going. I got to the beach, and it was really early. And I pulled up in this little parking lot, and I pulled up, and I said, "Huh, the first spot in the lot is open. That's a rarity." And I pulled in, I had this really weird feeling, like, I don't know if this is a good idea because uh i I live up here at I surf like Santa Monica and Venice, and there's you know there's this whole there's this whole like culture of like uh what do you call it? like sort of aggressive but locals like right. I don't know what you call it because at this point it's pretty much a tourist location, but right. there's still some of that, you know so anyway, I pulled in a spot. I said, ah, oh, what the heck? It's so early. Yeah. And I, I, I started eating my banana. And then this is a public park. Man. Oh, yeah, this is what? a public park. This is, park is
1: not in front of anyone's house. This is where tourists can park. Yeah. Yeah. And you pay for it dollar an hour. Yeah.
4: you know, So it's a total th- tourist thing. I pull in, and so I, uh, I'm eating my banana, and I feel this, like a shark, a dra- uh, this, this truck pulls up next to me and slowly pulls into the spot next to me, and I'm like, I feel this cold shivering in my, right. on my spine. Yeah. And I look over. And there's this guy with this menacing look, just like a stone cold look, looking right at me and not blinking. And I, I looked back straight ahead, like Curly in the Three Stooges, when he sees like a ghost or something. Right, and but he doesn't want to believe. Yeah, it. he's yeah, he's not ready to accept it. So I took a couple bites of the banana, with kind of like I was watching the whole thing from overhead, and I smiled, and then I looked back, and he was he didn't like not one muscle in his face had moved. So I rolled down the window, and he said, "You better be careful. That's Badger's spot." And uh, this is like right out of a bad
1: 70s Billy Jack movie. I know. And <laughs> If I had not done
4: my morning routine, I might have got sucked in there. Yes. I just said, you know what? I said, hey, buddy, I'm not here to mess with anybody. I backed up my car. I moved into another spot. All of a sudden, this guy loved me. Thank you, brother. And he kept calling me brother. And I was like, now I was like in. But I, I mean, I still didn't buy into it. I just went out. I just reminded myself, I came here to surf and have yes. fun. And I was able to make that decision. Where in the past, I might have gotten caught up in the, in that whole Dude, situation. Dude,
1: that is, this is, you know what? This is so important because this is, would I rather be right yes. or happy? And what's my goal here? My goal is not to hold my ground. And get, because the temptation yes. from what we learn, especially as men, yes. is like, hold your ground. You shouldn't be a doormat. And I hear so many people misinterpret not being a doormat. Yes. No, it, this has nothing to do this. is about honoring the Holy Spirit because yes. by doing that, his attitude changed because now he had nothing to fight but his That's own right. insanity. That is and right. then he, we realized, oh, that was kind of weird that I made that guy move. Yeah. So out comes this pouring of love. Totally. And you actually healed him yes. without him even realizing right. it. Whereas if you stood your ground or peeled out or anything – he would have had to keep just fine. Yeah, that guy was an asshole punker. Yeah, you yeah, would yeah. have had to keep just. It was magnificent. And, and the best
4: part about it too, that that goes right along with our show, is that even though it was quote a big decision in the moment, it was no decision at right. all because I had already done the morning routine. I was in the flow. I knew what I was there to do. You know, there are a quick uh, couple lines from Yes, this Raymond is Charles great Parker. To end the this. power decision goes. He says, "Decision is the most important function on the individual of the individual mind." No creative process can begin until a decision is made. Having made the decision, every right idea will flow into my consciousness. Each idea will reveal itself at the instant I need it. Yes, it's true. It proved to be true for me. So coming up in the next segment, funniest thing fan and Ringo Starr impersonator, Eric Varndell, will read today's Daily Word decisions. Thank you for listening to the Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
1: Okay.
2: like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs
5: that change lives. Are we nearing the end of the world? Reading the book of Revelation, you might think so, and it doesn't end well. But Is it possible that the Bible's darkest story is a positive tale? Author Ed Townley, host of the Unity Online radio show, The Bible Alive, thinks so. A Bible enthusiast, Townley focuses on the metaphysical meanings rather than the literal text. In Kingdom Come, new from Unity Books, Townley takes a fresh approach to Revelation. The Kingdom, Townley explains... It doesn't await us in the afterlife. It's ours to experience today as we learn to find the good even in our darkest challenges. Explore Revelation in a new light. Order the book Kingdom Come online today at unitybooks.org.
2: You've seen Reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
4: That's the title of today's show.
1: That's right. And thanks for sticking around (laughs) for the second segment. Yes. Speaking of second segments, this is the time we all, this is the segment that we all tip our cap to our listeners. Our listeners, everyone we're grateful for. Yes.
4: It's good to have listeners, isn't it? And tweeters. That's right. Tweeters such as at Shockley Events. We love Shockley Events because he has that white shock of hair. Yes, he does. Yes. At Polly I just threw that in because we haven't heard from her in a while. Yes. At success underscore quotes two. That's just in because it's an old script, but we love success quotes. They
1: do keep sending, I mean, retweeting. Yeah. Every, all these keep retweeting our tweets. We got tweets. a new one. And no, at hashtags underscore books. Oh.
4: We retweeted, retweeted something our favorite in one of our. Yeah. Tweets. And
1: Dr. Kim also. Uh, Dr. Kim Shepard. <laughs> yes. At also. Dr. Kim Shepard. Also uh, retweeted. Yeah, and so we appreciate it because they got like over thousands of like hundreds of followers. followers. And we have eighty. I have forty. Forty. I think it's forty. Okay. Is it forty or is it eighty? I will call it forty. That doesn't matter. We just <laughs> love what we're doing. That's right. <laughs> we want to
4: thank our chief engineer while we're at it, because uh, each you know each week. Each week he takes us. What's his name though? His name's Jeff Comfort. That's right. He's a distinguished gentleman. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: Woo. And yes. now we're going to talk about the prayer line. But, oh. you know, this week, Blind Bobby Biggs, our, our fan, right at, C- at CWG Freedom. That's right. That's his Twitter. He tweeted, got a cold? Try Silent Unity. You'll feel better. And I got to say, I did have a cold this morning, and I did call Silent Unity because I had remembered what Bobby said. And let me say, Bobby's spiritual eye sees things yes. more clearly than most of us. Than most of us would vision. That's right. That's right. So we love Bobby Biggs, and we love that. Got a cold? Try Silent Unity. You'll feel better. I was driving down the road this morning, taking everything step by step, You know, taking my kid to school and everything. And then I remembered that tweet, and I called them, and I got the most loving prayer, and then I got a nice loving email later in the day to reinforce it. It was awesome. And and the email that they sent me was like a a totally different prayer, but that was fitting for me when I got it later. Isn't
1: that amazing? Yeah,
4: it was awesome. The person was so intuitive who prayed for me. And if you want to call the prayer line, go to 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. Daryl always likes to say, in
1: the morning they wake up. Before you put on your makeup, they say a little prayer for you. One more thing about the prayer line. That's a great example that nothing is too small or too big to call the prayer line about if it's it's going around in your head. If you're thinking, well, maybe I should call the prayer line about this, and then you talk yourself out of it. That means you should call the prayer line That's about right. it. That's right.
4: Speaking of prayer line, can we bring in our friend? Yeah, I just want to let oh, him know yeah. it's
1: absolutely free. Oh, there's yeah. no uh, what do you call it? Uh, obligation no at obligation, all. Obligation, yes. And there's a great app, you,
4: the letter U pray. That's right, which is also free. It's free and you can uh, email in a prayer or call them directly from the app and it works well. And like, like I said, should we bring him in now? Yeah, because we have our guest. Yes. From Ohio. And he's a celebrity in the Unity world. <laughs> well, at least he's the son of a celebrity. Well, in the Eric, right.
1: Eric Varandale, we found out over the weekend when Eric down. he won the Weekend with Daryl and Ed, fan, uh, Funniest fantasy. Thing, Fantasy Weekend. Trip yes. Raffle.
6: <laughs> well, I'm ever yes. so grateful for that weekend. Let me tell That's you, right. ever so grateful. Man, I'm still well, full.
1: <laughs> well, listen, we, we learned that your mom was actually one of the prayer, prayer, praying people, prayer ministers, prayer ministers or ministers are praying people at silent. Yeah. Unity
6: pray for people. That's right. That's right. She was one of those people that got up and said a little prayer for you.
1: That
4: is awesome. Oh man. We were blown away. Yeah, I know. So awesome to have some, uh, to know. Connection so, yes. To, to the silent unity. And, uh, you know, we're going to get into the daily word, which is why every week we bring in our fan or
1: someone, uh, to, to read the daily word. And, uh, well, and we do this because the daily word is a big part of our lives. Yes, it's it not, is. I mean, we are grateful to the daily word. This is not a gimmick. We don't get paid by the daily word. No. I mean, we love the daily word and I've been subscribing for decades before this show even came about. Yeah. And. It is such a wonderful way if you've never done a morning routine the daily word is the simplest way yes. to get started. It's 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 a very open-minded positive morning little um reading, yes. very short yes. with a good little affirmation and I've I've sent subscriptions to my you know people throughout the years as a gift yes. and everyone I've sent them to including my mother who's not a non-religious person, she reads it and she goes, I'm still so amazed how every morning it's exactly what I need to hear. Yes. And I hear that from
4: everybody. Yes, I experience that myself. And we also can give a shout out to the minister Ken Gray. That's right. grey over Science there. Of Mind. Yeah, at the uh, Center for Spiritual Living right. in Inglewood, where we attend that metaphysical Bible study. He just let us know that he is now subscribing to the Daily Word. Yeah,
1: because he got he was wondering why these how these come these guys are so hopped up on the Daily Word, and then he got a copy, yes. a used copy. That's right. Because it doesn't matter. I mean just follow the days of the week. Yes. And he said, I'm really loving this. I'm subscribed. Yes. And he bought the whole package because you could get it. The paper one delivered to your house, which yes. Ed and I do. You can also get the app for your phone, or you can get these separately as well, and the computer to, to uh, the website version. Yeah. And it's very inexpensive, and that's all at dailyword.com.
4: Dailyword.com. And now we have a live fan to yeah. get down with us with the, with the Daily
6: Word. Eric. All right. So you've decided to let me do this, right? Yes. Okay. That's our in.
1: decision. That was our, big, that was our biggest decision. <laughs> Good pool. job. Good
6: job. Okay, so decisions. <clears throat> every decision offers me a blessing. When making a decision, I relax knowing that every choice offers me a blessing. I do not allow myself to become anxious that one choice will be wrong and another right. Whether I turn right or left, go or stay, say yes or no, God is with me. I ease my mind by knowing I am never apart from the divine creator. I claim my power to choose and celebrate the wisdom that guides me. Any direction I take is a fresh path to adventure, new experiences, and deeper understanding. I don't dwell on what might have happened on another path. With God, I cannot make a wrong choice. I embrace my journey. My lessons, gifts, and blessings are right where I am. And the scripture from Isaiah 58:11, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs and you shall be like a spring of water whose waters never fail.
4: Uh, and in the message version of that same little verse, the uh, message is a modern translation of the Bible. It's on our goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed list. It says, I will always show you where to go. I'll give you a full life in the emptiest of places. Firm muscles and strong bones. You'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. So... Eric, I was thinking, and you can tell me if you agree with this, Daryl, that it'd be good to because you what the real reason Eric was out here is because he has made some decisions. He has stepped out very boldly, and this why you were here was an example of a decision step out boldly that unfolded in some miraculous ways, very funniest thing ways.
1: Yes, yes and before yes, you yes. say, I just want to preface it with your example is the decision that is, I mean, it's the example that is used when anyone is trying to inspire or encourage someone else who's been at a job that they've been decent at and, you know, successful at, but it wasn't really their heart's desire and they're encouraging them. No, you got to choose your heart's desire before it's too late. And you've just done that. And it's, it seems like it's been scary and exhilarating at the same time.
6: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I tell you, you know, my background is that for about 30 years, I worked in corporations, a real safe place to work sometimes. You know, you've got a steady income. You've got uh, benefits. You've got everything associated with that. But as it kinda, I kind of started out doing it, it's funny because there was some work I was doing a few years ago, and I said, why do I work? And the answer kept coming back to make money. And I realized how shallow that was, just to make money. And then I started to get more and more divinely discontented, where I wasn't really happy in the job. And then, just as of kind of over a process of a year, I got to a point where just about uh, was it six months ago, seven months ago, I decided to leave the corporate job. And, and the corporate job, of course, I was an executive with a major corporation in the United States, and uh, and it started tried to do what really was a passion for me. I'm a musician, just like Ed, and also um, I love sound engineering. And I've been doing sound engineering for about 10 years now on a part-time basis. But this this is when I decided to say, let's see, let's let's do this now for a, a living and see what it's like. And I tell you what, it's been phenomenal in terms of just the experiences that I've had. And the experiences are coming so easily. This I'm getting them. I showed up, for example, just miracles. I showed up. Um, outside at a festival, they were setting up and I just happened, I was really there just to ask the people that were setting it up, who runs the show here? I'd like to send them a resume. And they turned around and said, well, we don't really need a resume. Can you start working right now? Wow! (laughs) So so I said, well, fine. You know, I started working with them. of course they were testing me while I was doing it. You know, what do you know about this? What do you know about that? And I was thankfully passing all the tests, but there's just one example of like, just letting it go and trusting and that was also a moment where for, if I had turned one direction rather than another, um, yeah, maybe I would have had a different day. But I decided at the last minute to turn in this certain direction and find. And I stumbled kind of upon the, the festival. It wasn't something I had planned to, to show up to. And then, sure enough, you know, it just started to be a great relationship, which has blossomed into other relationships. You know, one connection mm-hmm. leads to another connection, leads to another connection. So it, it's been really, really good.
1: Well, I like that you say, you know, one connection, the other connection, but like we were reading earlier, it's almost like once you make that decision to follow your heart's desire, it's almost like it becomes a domino effect. Mm -hmm. And then the the hard part, though, is if some of the dominoes that fall don't seem as lucrative or exactly the way I imagined them, not to discount and, and all of a sudden... You know, throw my hands up and go, "Oh, maybe this isn't gonna work, but be able to go, ooh, no, this is more signs of land. this is more reassurance that I'm yes. on the right
2: path
6: yeah yeah, I tell you that, that what you're saying is so important that you know sometimes this has really been hard and this it's it's fitting that this is you have to decide every moment almost what you're going to think, you know what is it that you're you're gonna allow your mind to think in this case, I have to do it a lot more. it's kind of a nice thing because when I was under the corporate umbrella. I just let it go. I just did things, you know. Not I was I wasn't always happy, but I didn't really control my mind or my thoughts, you know. And that you guys gave me the book, uh, the game over the over the weekend, and the game of what, life, the game of life, right from Florence Scovel Shin, right? right. Yeah. And this quote in there is: "If you don't run your subconscious mind, somebody else will run it for you." So you're constantly having yes. to decide what you're going to think. I think that's yes. something that that we we say it over and over again. But you have to realize it's very true. Every moment yeah. you have to decide what you're going to think. If you're going to, you know, and sometimes you get a bad feeling, and you let it go for a while, and you realize, hey, I'm, I must be a bad thought I'm thinking about. Then you have to decide at that point, find something else. And you guys were mentioning yes. music and a few other things that you can do to get there. But yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely um, a, a moment by moment decision to to make sure you're thinking the right thoughts. So, what, how did you end up in LA this weekend? Oh, I was there. Um, there was a conference called the Audio Engineering Society, and I know you guys are always talking about how great Jeff Comfort is as an engineer. Let yes. me tell you, you have no idea how great he is. There was like eighty rooms in this place, and each one of them had a picture of Jeff Comfort in it. Like, <laughs> it was like a moment of silence before each meeting, and we'd all turn to the picture and we'd bow to it, you know, and then we'd continue on. And there were some great topics. There was some—I mean, there was a lot of good stuff there. But um, I was really out there to learn a lot. One of the topics, it was a panel discussion. It was, you've heard of what would Jesus do? Well, there was this thing said, what would Jeff do? And then everybody would just talk about what the <laughs> right thing to do in a certain situation was. Uh, but it, and, and, and really, I was out there. I, and that's a, the truth is I took a real big step because to fly out to L.A. and on faith, uh, trying to figure out how much, uh, you know, it could be really expensive. You got to buy a, Airplane, you've got a buy airplane ticket, you've got to get a car, you've got to get a hotel, you've got to pay for food, all this stuff. And the entrance to the conference is not normally not cheap. Well, everything fell in line. Amazing, amazing how things fell in line for me. Like the f- flight. I had some frequent flyers from my previous job, frequent flyer points. So I went online about a month and a half ago, which isn't really a long period of time, and I started looking for flights. Well, I found a, f- a flight that I could use frequent flyer miles for, the lowest level of frequent flyer miles and it was a non-stop direct flight at both oh, both crazy. ways wow. then i found a way the car was less expensive than i thought i found a way to get into the the conference at a fraction of the cost legitimately to do that not not to walk in you know right not to yeah steal my way in but you know legitimately found a way to do that but so wait, all these he- things kept falling falling into comfort yeah go ahead
1: no, I, I, I got, I'm so excited. We're coming to the end of this. We want to keep you for the se- for the next segment because we want to hear the rest of it. But there was also the other miracles that blew us away was the metro station that you took every morning was a stone's throw away from middle, through, school from middle school studios, from right where Ed and I are all day, pretty much every day. Yeah. And I, I did mean, not was,
6: plan to take the metro. I, I know. Didn't, I didn't plan I, to take the metro until the night that I arrived. And that and that's it all worked out. It's incredible. And there's so many other miracles that you could talk about that whole weekend, but it was yeah, we'll
1: get to those when we come back from our second break.
4: All right. Coming up after the break, we'll have joke of the day, more with Eric Varndell. We'll have a listener mailbag and more. So thank you for listening to funniest thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called the Pants. Take eight.
3: We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio.
1: Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. We're back to do our show. Yeah. Dude, we should read this quick. Yes. We chose this? I
4: think we want to hunch and read this one. Yeah, do it. All right, this one comes from... There's, we like to do a quick inspired reading to start the third segment. We still have Eric Varndell with us, and we'll get back to him. But everything he was saying reminded me of this little... Uh, It's it's in The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes on page 527, and it's under the Meditations for Self-Help, which are great. Great. They're short, and it says, The things I need come to me. Whatever I need comes to me from the all good. Divine intelligence working through me always knows just what I need and always supplies it when I need it. This law is unfailing and sure and cannot be broken. I receive my good daily as I go along the pathway of life, and I cannot be robbed of my birthright to freedom and happiness. Ah, i receive my good that is perfect
1: yes i want to write that one down later and keep it in my notebook yes yes so eric we left off last segment where you were sharing about how everything came seemed to come together once you made that decision to come out here effortlessly and it's almost like oh there's a I was going to say, and God takes care of all the coin because there's a saying, and I'm at Fox saying, when you follow your heart's desire and you make decisions based on that, God takes care of all the coin. Meaning things seem to work out within our budget or complimentary in some way that we didn't expect, you know, right. because we're not swindling or manipulating because then that just stops the whole law dead in its tracks. Yeah, but, yeah, go
6: ahead. I, I told you the story about the badge. So uh, just real quick, um the the cost to get into the show is five hundred dollars. And I am legitimately a student in this field. So I actually found that there's an there is an option to sign up as a student to get into the conference, and um it's much it's a reduced price. I think it's a hundred dollars to get into the show. And <clears throat> I let that I did that, and then I worried about it way too much. This is that thing about deciding what you're going to think yes, every, every moment of every day. And I thought, you know, they're going to ask me to prove that I'm a student. You know, and I'm, I'm like, and I don't go to a, a school per se, and I don't have a school ID per se to, to show that I'm a student. But I worried – I. Th- Kept well, kept thinking you, about it over and over again.
1: Go ahead. But wait, but you're a legitimate apprentice. You I are am. a student at I a am. company. Yeah, I mean, yes. this isn't, you didn't just make this up to no. swindle. I mean, you are legitimately a student of this right. field, and that's why you're at this convention.
6: Exactly, there to learn and uh, learn about Jeff Comfort's style. But the, um, the thing about it is as I got up to the moment where I had to get the badge, I actually – Calm and made choices in what I was thinking. You know, I was, look, this is this is this is not going to be an issue. It's going to be fine. There's no, no problem. And I actually visualized the person just handing me the badge, not even asking for an ID, not even giving me any trouble, nothing. So I finally get up there, and here I scan the badge in my my papers. The guy gets the badge, and he just hands it to me. <laughs> and I wasted, you know, moments and moments and moments of time thinking the wrong thoughts. And we we all do it, but geez. yes. You have to just keep deciding to think the right things.
4: Now, how about the the time the the, the room that you were, that you went into that you had that hunch to go into because that was another good story about because we're talking about following the yeah, guy hunches and hunches and how that's a big part. Once we make our decision, we have to follow our hunches and our inspiration. I know you had a, an experience with that at
6: the at the conference. Yeah, there were several, so I'm not sure which one you're. The talking. one where
1: you went down a
6: hallway yeah, you and your go, gut said, right. I should
1: go in this room, yeah. and then you chickened out. But then the yep. next time you said, no, I'm I going in.
6: Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, there was, I had at, early in the morning had a hunch to walk down a hallway, a certain hallway. It wasn't in the main part of the conference, but I went down there and there was, I noticed there were some things happening in the room that weren't on the schedule. And I looked into one room and it, they were doing exactly what I wanted, which was to be, they were doing training. On a professional soundboard, which is Digico, and I, I walked into the to the room, but I was in the back of the room at first, looking at everybody and thinking, "Wow, this is really well organized," and it's probably by invitation only. You know all the, how your mind starts working yeah. and thinking about things and saying, no, nah, maybe you shouldn't be here." You know, maybe you shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, it makes. I turned around. Them. I turned right and left. You know, this was in the morning, and then later on that day, again, I was walking through the conference, headed in one direction, had a hunch to go back down that hallway. And I'd already been down it once, so you know how your mind goes, well, you've already been down it. Don't, don't, don't waste time with it. I kept following that punch. <laughs> yes. I went into one room, and it wasn't, didn't feel like I should be there. And I walked back out, and it, my mind was telling me, or something was telling me, go further down the hallway. I ended up going further down that same hallway, and I ran right to the same room I was in this, that morning. And somebody outside the room said, hey, come on in. Come on in. You should come on into this. And what it turned out to be, which I did, I went inside, it turned out to have been an eight hour session, which I could have taken part in had I listened to my intuition early in the morning. I ended up getting four hours of training, which is fantastic from from this high level professional uh company plus the the board is a high level professional soundboard. But the thing is I listened I did finally listen to my intuition. I did do I did push myself too. That's the thing. I was kept making myself overcoming those thoughts that were telling me don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But it was kind of like if I had just listened to myself in the morning and trusted in the morning, I would have had eight hours of that great, yes. grace training, you know, and, uh, but I did get four. I was happy to get at least the four hours of training. So,
1: well, and I might want to like, I'll add to that even like when I tell that to like Mike Dugan or my friends on the spiritual path, I go, well, I should have gone the whole eight hours. I should have. No, Daryl, that was the exact four that you needed yes. to hear and benefit from before before you really didn't need or you would or god would have made sure he shoved you in that right. room because even right. like when you were worried about the badge and then all of a sudden i start paying go oh no i don't want these thoughts now to make it so i don't get in yeah. this is the good news the good news is god's loving grace is way more powerful even than my negative thoughts. Yes, you know it yes. takes a lot of negative willpower. Yes. to suffer consequences under the grace we all live under. That's right. You
6: that's know. Right. Yeah, that's so true. That grace is a big, big deal, and yeah, you can't underestimate it.
4: So. No. Plus the practice of of seeing going in, tipping your toe in, and then going back later. That yes, was, I'm sure that's strengthening your trust and your intuition moving forward. Yes. Yes. Of so. course. Yes. All right, man. Well we
1: appreciate your time and no hanging out this weekend and Yeah, uh, that was a fantastic. I mean, there was one last funniest thing miracle I gotta share. Go ahead. Because it includes Eric. On Eric's last on Eric's last night here I was going to go meet Ed in Santa Monica, which is a whole nother route. It's not even yep. past the Metro Station. I'm going to get on the ten, and I'm out of town, right? And uh, Ed was just tired. You just surfed, and you had some things you did. So, and I was feeling like, God, do I really want to go over there right now? I'm not feeling 100. Yeah, percent I'm getting like hungry. Yeah, it. I'm hungry. And instead of forcing each other, we kind of always let each other off the hook. So I was like, I don't worry about it. And then I had a. because I I had the hunch to call you and just tell, because I started meditating. I had the hunch to
4: call you to tell you, look, I'm tired. Why don't you do something else? And then right at that moment, that was
1: when you told me. Yeah, I said, Yeah, because I said, funniest thing. I was thinking the same thing. And I just pulled into the lot by the metro. Yes. Because I had a hunch to maybe see if Eric's car was here, where Eric left his car. And then you told me that. So I said, Oh, shoot, perfect. So I call Eric. Mm -hmm. Eric picks up his cell phone. And I find out Eric is only about four car lengths in front of me heading in the same direction. Yes. And part of me almost didn't go. I almost talked myself into going somewhere else. And I said, no, go by Starbucks. And then that's when I called him. And that nudge to go towards Starbucks was the direction Eric was going. Yes. And then Eric's going, oh, yeah, I was, just, I was thinking about getting something to eat downtown. And that's when Eric said, I was just thinking of calling you. And we ended up having dinner, and we ended up at a great place. I mean, it was these hunches, going with these hunches, that's another thing. Let people off the hook. If you don't feeling it, it's okay to let the other person yes. know, hey, can we get together some other time? Because nine times out of ten, they're feeling the same thing. Yes. And I was tired, too. And after Eric and I ate, we kind of both went home, and I crashed. And it was awesome.
6: Yeah, it was incredible. And, you know, just the fact that I could have taken any metro that evening. There was, I know. Every metro is what, every 10, 20 minutes? Yes. So, so one metro I take, get down off that metro, get into my car, start driving is the one that you have all these hunches about. It's it yeah. was really kind of kind of na 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 I know.
1: I love that stuff. It means go with the hunches. Yeah. Go with the hunches. Don't demand your will. Don't demand other people stick to the yes. schedule. Just let it go. God's in charge. Yes. And life flows in a positive direction and when we do that. Dust. So
6: now it's time for our joke. All right, Eric. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Oh, soon. Have a good rest of the show. Sounds great so far. Well, thank you. We All love right.
1: you,
4: man. Love thank you. Man. I love you guys wow. too. Take care. Okay, so we have a good quick joke of the day. Yeah, let's. What do we got? Let's it's a see real him. easy one. <laughs> yes, it is, and it's a doozy. It actually came from a Facebook friend of ours, Russ Levi, Levy. Russ yeah. Levy over here in Beverly Hills. Yeah, we
1: really neither one of us knows how we know Russ Levy. Man. I have <laughs> we're old friends with
4: him, and he always thinks this when we like his posts and stuff. So, but he said. It's real simple. Hopefully, uh, Jeff will be able to pick up on the punchline. It's like only like He's three lines. He's listening intently. I see. Here we go. A battery walked into a bar and said to the bartender, "Can I have just one drink?" The
1: bartender replied, "Okay, one drink. Just don't start anything."
4: Yeah. It was a battery. <laughs> the
1: bartender didn't want to start anything. Oh, Gabby. Pitbull. Oh my gosh. Oh, I think we got all... time for one letter today. Yeah. It's a, you know what? Let's do one long one. Why don't all you right. pull that thing out? This comes from somebody. Ah, let me pull this out. Ah, Chicago, Illinois. Gabby, the postal pitbull, didn't want to let that I one go. She loves this uh, fan of ours.
4: Yeah. And we were both thinking about this fan last week, the very day. day. And we got this letter in our box and it says, Hi. D- Hi, Ed. Hi, Daryl. So a few weeks ago, I started listening to the show after a weird night at work. During the first part of the show alone, I was relating to the content so much that I start to realize all sorts of things that help me with the drama queens at my job. And I began to get a more compassionate understanding of my coworkers. So I think when I get home, I'm definitely going to write a note to Daryl and Ed and thank them for great content and for validating me. Content. In essence. I thought I'm going to tell them that I liked that reading about that thing, and I liked when they talked about that stuff, and the whole show was good, and it changed my perspective for the better. Oops, I forgot to write the note then, so here it is now. I haven't listened to the current show yet, but I'm sure it will be filled with good spiritual reminders, lots of love, and heartfelt laughter. Thanks for the show. I need it, and love you guys. Sandy Page, Chicago, Illinois. And we love you, Sandy Page. We do love you, Sandy Page. Did you want to tell the quick? Yeah, that's the sure funniest
1: thing about decisions. Real quick, before we close the show, uh, my neighbor was trimming her ficus Benjamina trees by herself, this young girl. And they hang over, half of them hang over my property, over my, the funniest thing, Camaro. Ah. So first I thought, oh, if she cuts those, all those branches are going to fall into my car. Right. So I had to let that go. I dismissed that thought. I said, no, God's in charge. And I just closed the door, came inside, and was about my business. Mm -hmm. Then I was leaving, I think, to go see you. And I saw her out there. So I said, you know what, I'm going to let her know I have an electric cutter that she could use, and I'm not going to restrict her in any right, way. Right, So I offered the electric cutter, and she said, no, no, that's fine for tonight. I was going to cut the ones over your side. I know they're hanging over, but I didn't want them hit, her, hit your car, meaning my car. Mm-hmm. And I said, not a problem. And then out of my mouth jumped these words. Don't worry, I'll have my gardener trim them. Meaning, yes. my gardener. Right. Now, my little mind would go, wait a minute, they're on her property. She's responsible. I'm using my money for my gardener to cut her trees, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. I ignore all that. I leave. The very next day, my gardener's here and I see him. And he points out, without me even asking, he goes, Oh, I trimmed those ficus benjaminas for you. Wow. With no extra charge, nothing. And he goes, I'm going to get the tops next week because they're a little high. And I was blown away. Just my decision to be generous activated the universe on everyone's behalf. Receptivity. Because do I want to be right or happy? Oh, who's this? Who's that? It's Jesus. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, Jesus, what are you doing here? Hey, remember that saying, three's a crowd? Yeah. Oh, that's BS, man. What do you mean? Well, you know what I used to tell people. Whenever three or more are gathered together, there I am. Ah. I thought it was two or more. Semantics, Eddie, just
4: sing along. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. When decisions are yours and hers and his, life's working for you. do 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 Come and dance on our floor. Come and dance on our floor. Take a step that is new. Take a step that is new. We've a lovable space that needs your face. Life's working for you. you will see that life is a frolic and laughter is calling for you. Down in our rendezvous. Down in our rendezvous. Life's working
1: for you. Life's working for you. Yeah. Subscribe to the Funniest Thing podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store the iTunes app on your phone. What? Eric Barndell. We love to hear from you. So send all your stories, (laughs) comments, and suggestions to the world's longest email address. That's funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Down in our rendezvous. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. Jeff Cooper. And find the you Funniest can't Thing can't fan page on Facebook. Send Page pages back. And you're and press like, and you'll check out all the little things that Daryl and Ed do when we're not on the air. And also, there's the Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed YouTube page you can start following. But most of all, thank you for being part of Funniest you're Thing with so Daryl and Ed on Unity crazy. Online Radio. Down in our rendezvous.
4: Down in our rendezvous. Life's working for you. Boop, doop,
6: boop, doop, boop
0: Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now.